0: Work all day has got me sick, I'm tired of all the politics. Only one thing does the trick, time for Broken Shtick Part hockey, part comedy, you get all of your kicks for free There's only one place to be, here on Broken Shtick The world is changing, don't you blink, outside and inside the rink Go and pour yourself a drink, it's even later than you think Just you a trick, and you feel like a lunatic. Grab a puck and a stick real quick, it's time for Broken Shtick. It's time for Broken Shtick. It's time for Broken Shtick. Guys, welcome to Broken Shtick. Uh,
1: very special episode we have here. Uh, we have the, uh, uh, not live, but just after, a comedy festival that I'm still not sure the name of. Uh, <laughs> do you guys know Southwest Chief Bicycle and Comedy Fest? It's just bicycle. the chief now. It's what? Just the Chief. It's just the Chief Fest. Just the Chief Fest. Yeah, but fest. They've, they've added the another things fest. like Frisbee golf, swimming
2: hole, <laughs> all sorts of stuff. The ghost Chief Bicycle tour. and Comedy, ghost tour, ghost hunting tour, <laughs> Frisbee golf, watering hole, and mountaineering festival.
1: I mean, if they didn't That's put it. the... If they didn't put the word psilocybin in there somewhere, then they're really missing the. <laughs> <true story laughs> the fest. It was uh, it was a debaucherous fest at best. All of us were on there indeed. Uh, essentially, uh,
3: we essentially rented the town of Trinidad, Colorado,
1: mm-hmm.
4: and just took over.
1: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> going here? I hear a lover's portal in the background. The, guy, the
3: people at the bar are not paying attention to the podcast so far. No.
1: no. <laughs> uh, yeah, just so you guys know who you're listening to, uh, joining us once again, uh, back, back since the uh, first episode, we've got Steve Vanderplug. Hey, uh, this is the way I sound. Yeah. <laughs> this is my voice. Uh, I think
2: he so-
3: swallowed a hedgehog. Yeah, oh, that, yeah. Happened at,
2: that happened at the Chief Bicycle Watering Hole Frisbee Golf. It's actually one yeah. of the things you could pay to extra for. And nice. car art festival. There was <laughs> a there? lot of
1: car art. <laughs>
2: Jesus, Not car,
1: car art, car art, car <laughs> uh, art. There was both That you just heard is Jeremy Pyscher, diehard Buffalo Sabres fan. Uh, that is true. Uh, yeah, unfortunately. It, that explains why you sound so depressed uh, he's a
5: And the three packs of menthols I smoked at the festival this weekend
1: <laughs> The three packs of menthols he, They're going yeah. out of style I, yeah, asked him if I, 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 I asked him if he could do the podcast And he's like, no, my back just went out And I'm too high And I was like, you're doing it anyway And he's like, okay <laughs> yeah. Yeah,
5: yeah. I sat up and I'm getting more high uh,
1: And then uh, also joining us Is die-hard Vegas Golden Knights fan they, since day one, uh, baby. yeah, right.
3: That's some bullshit
1: 2017 takes his off, with
3: my boys. He's already he moved takes his shirt on. off.
1: He has a full back tat of Malcolm Subban, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the biggest Vegas Golden Knights fan, the more donuts. successful of the Subban brothers. Yeah, I got donuts
3: yeah. tattooed around my nipples in, in tribute to Andre Fleury, Mark Andre Fleury. What's his name?
1: <laughs> <laughs> and of course as always my producer john rosenberger hi everybody once again uh, you guys never see it but he waved it's his thing i love it
2: i do i don't know why I'd, i'll one day i'll stop stuff, and then i'll die i saw it hey john uh hey everybody but yeah
1: we uh <laughs> we uh <laughs> we all just got back uh, everyone besides our producer from the uh chief the chief comedy fest where they blocked off traffic for 10 blocks using a uh, 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 car art, ca- cars that looked like they were straight from a very flamboyant version of Road Warrior. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's the best way to put it, yeah. They, they like closed...
2: if, Go ahead. If David Bowie was on Fury Road. Absolutely,
1: absolutely. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Instead of spikes, we got rhinestones. Uh, <laughs>
3: yeah, Elton John meets Mo- Monster Garage. That's what we're absolutely. working with.
1: Absolutely, um, <laughs> and they did. They did shut off. what felt like ten blocks, which uh, I understand why, because our venues were a little bit spread out. But uh, that could. But it's not- only three and a half blocks in Trinidad blocks. I, I felt like it was a ways <laughs> to walk all the way down there. A few times I had to drive around downtown and i was like locals i'd be pissed about this i I don't want to be there they they were yeah they sure
3: were
5: i went into a diner real hungover on uh saturday morning and uh they were complaining about the the street being closed and when they were told it was for comedy they were even more mad
1: (laughs) (laughs) can you blame them i mean no yeah it's like it's, it's like it's like shutting off the TVs in a sports bar for comedy. Like it's not. <laughs> it's not. Good Except we did comedy. the
3: whole
4: city. <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh, but it was. Uh, I mean, overall, I I, I thought it was a good fest. It was. Uh, oh, it was for, great for what they were working with—an outdoor festival during COVID in a small town, uh, with God knows how many comics. how many comics were on there? 1500.
3: About, I'm gonna guess About, at least
1: 48.
2: I think all of them, I think every comic ever was on the fest, except for Evan group. Johnson.
4: We Evan had Johnson yeah,
2: it was, was not and he was pissed.
1: <laughs> we had 612 comics stayed in our Airbnb, it was, uh, <laughs> and, and we still had open couches that's how big the, the mansion was, yeah. Brent uh, Gill
2: was still somehow louder than all of the other 612 combined. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: that's, that's what I told everyone. About. I was like, everyone, keep it at a level of below Brent Gill. <laughs> 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 uh, it was a uh, – you guys, w- what's everyone's highlight of the festival? <laughs> well, yeah,
5: but that, that <laughs> added up into being in your guys' Airbnb, and then uh, Sam T. had a bongo for some reason. We, started, yeah. we, we, we loudly sang the
3: Beach Boys for about four minutes.
2: Hey, it was, really, a, it, it was super out. spontaneous. Yeah, it was yes. spontaneous as hell. Which rule? Yeah,
3: it was so spontaneous that they actually added two or three more verses. <laughs> <right>. <laughs> yeah. we, we just kept doing the same thing. A little, that was a little pretty little great. Freeform improv. Style. <laughs>
5: I don't know if anyone's favorite part of the festival was doing comedy on the festival.
1: Uh... Yeah, I'm not sure, although I will say my shows were not bad. No, they're I all good. Suck either. Yeah, no, I mean, especially like mm-hmm. Power Hour, we were competing with uh, Beth Stelling's headlining show, and uh, I did not have high expectations, and uh, I felt like it was as good as it could have gone. We had enough people to call it a successful show, uh, and, uh, and the comics were great, and it was it was a real hoot. But yes, my highlight was also the psilocybin, uh, which is man it was just flowing <laughs>
3: i also want to give a shout out to the weird locals i met uh, yeah <laughs> yeah
2: they, they it were was cool.
3: henry henry was like the long-haired hippie guy with the cannabis hoodie and the shorts and flip-flops clearly new in town uh <laughs> i gave him some of the homegrown weed that i acquired and uh every time i saw him on the street after that he followed me around yeah oh uh, yeah huh? cool guy.
2: Cool guy. Yeah, it's like you. That's why you don't like feed the, the seagulls <laughs> at the ocean. <laughs> i have given a million
3: people weed, and this has never happened before in my life.
2: Nah, man, you're like I, a dog. You're giving dog treats out, dude. I, did, he, did he
3: have
5: Did he have sideburns too? And like, it was kind of reddish hair.
3: uh I think he had a full beard.
5: Okay, there was a different weird guy that followed me around, uh, walking <laughs> yeah. back from the party on Saturday night.
1: Whoa! Well, uh-uh. are you are you saying that Trinidad, Colorado has multiple weirdos?
5: <laughs> yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, think
3: I
1: they uh, have I a band of
3: weirdos down yeah. there.
5: <laughs> I <laughs> wanted to give a sh- oh, sorry. No, go ahead. I wanted to give a shout out to Nancy, owner of Moose's, uh, who made me take my mask down when I was making drinks for a Moose Boost.
4: Oh really? Uh,
5: <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's just like, hey, it's a bad look if you're wearing your mask in here. Jesus. <laughs> so she also, she also me. gave me a bunch
3: of green chili. So it worked out. One thing I know chili? about Trinidad, it's it's they love fashion, you you know? Yeah, Duster, <laughs>
2: Duster Danny. <laughs>
1: uh I met Duster Danny's a a new
3: member in Trinidad
4: he's still
1: there (laughs) let's talk about that let's let's talk about Duster Danny Danny Moppin uh uh LA zone Danny Moppin uh I saw him on day one and he and he was dressed like a cowboy and he told me he's like I'm gonna buy a duster uh (laughs) and the next time I saw him he had a (laughs) a full-length Danny Moppin duster which Danny Moppin doesn't have a lot of length to him but uh uh, yeah, just a denim duster, and it uh, it looked fantastic, it's he,
3: glorious.
1: Yeah, he knew how to work it too. Just walking into a room and oh, yeah, and just, uh, yeah, it looked Robert like a fan was blowing on him
3: at all times from all directions. That it was, was the look.
1: It was amazing. <laughs> we, we we got a three a.m. Uh, uh, interpretive dance of him uh, rocking out to Kid Rock's Cowboy. <laughs> yeah. oh. I, I pressured yes.
2: him pretty hard into that. He didn't love that, but I pressured him into it. I missed <laughs> it. I and then his- afterwards, he was like, all right, who else is next? And then we are all just like, no. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, he stopped I- the party for it. He was like,
2: everyone, everyone, look over here.
1: <laughs>
2: uh, I, I also was yelling, and then he, nobody else did it. He was sad, but yeah. That's how, if you want to be a cowboy, baby... You better expect people to not follow your opener. No,
1: no, you're, you're a lone wolf. You're a rebel if you're a cowboy.
3: No, that's a different Kid Rock song.
1: Oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> rebel without a cowboy. Rebel without a cowboy. That's a... Um. No, my, 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 lo- my favorite local I met was this uh, black guy with dreadlocks. And I found out he was a diehard Anaheim Ducks fan. Yeah, day one. What's that? (laughs) The guy that was DJing on the street? Yeah, that's the guy, yeah. Yeah. And uh, I've never met a Ducks fan in my life, tell you the truth. Uh, He was wearing
5: uh, an Anaheim Ducks, uh, Mighty Ducks, from the the movie, the
1: first night. I saw that guy. Okay.
5: But he's not just a fan of the movies; an actual fan of the ducks.
1: No, he was like uh, he knew a lot about the ducks. Uh, wow! Yeah,
3: There's
1: yeah. Conway. He, 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 was rocking, he was rocking <laughs> the Joshua Jackson Charlie Conway jersey, like the green one. Which how come uh, the ducks haven't brought back that? Brought back that as a the retro throwback? Show? Probably yeah. trademark issues with Disney. Doesn't oh Disney doesn't Disney. own the ducks anymore? Do they? I don't know. Yeah, no,
2: they. I because they have the new one. Yeah, they have a TV show now.
1: The Mighty Ducks TV show?
2: Yeah, there's oh, a are making Ducks a new TV Netflix show.
1: Movie. <laughs> they, they brought it back. No. There's another no, movie there's coming or something. There's a Is it a TV show
2: already on Disney Plus came out. Yeah. Okay. I it was Emilio a Estevez owns a hockey rink. He's like the he's like the old mm-hmm. old man now. No, but but like Disney doesn't,
1: Disney doesn't own the actual hockey team anymore. No. No. Yeah, the actual no. hockey
2: team, but they might own the rights to the Mighty Ducks, like because they're just do. the Ducks now. That's why they dropped the Mighty.
1: Yeah. Well, I heard right. that, like uh, when the new owners took over, they brought in like like the captains and the and the assistant captain of the team. This is like, you know, sometime after Korea, but before uh, uh, Chris Pronger and, and Scott Niedermeyer. and they were like, <laughs> I thought you meant the
5: Korean War.
1: No, no. <laughs> but they were like, "What do you want to do <laughs> with the team?" And they said, "We all hate the name." the mighty ducks of anaheim it's stupid it's, <laughs> so we're
2: gonna be the Unmighty ducks great no, call they're, they're just
1: the anaheim ducks which i don't hate and i and i don't like i don't like the ducks but i i like the name ducks just singular without the mighty ducks uh, of
3: eh. i think uh, the mighty ducks of anaheim make them sound like princes or something from the from the from another world yeah. i like yeah
1: that. Yeah, and (laughs) the Mighty Ducks
3: of Anaheim. It's
1: it's like with the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. Like, what is Anaheim's like? What balls you had to be like? We're gonna do our. (laughs) We're gonna put the word "of" in our in our baseball team names. right there, baby.
2: Well, it's like the New York Football Giants. (laughs) (laughs) Just explain. You gotta explain everything for the idiots. The new show on Disney Plus is called The Mighty Ducks game changers yeah starring mm-hmm. lauren graham emilio estevez bradley noon and one of the dudes from Letterkenny. kenny which, huh. which which dude from letter kenny the, oh, the hockey players like the yeah one of the hockey players is like the coach for the evil team okay i, I heard the evil team yeah. is the ducks <laughs> I have not got. I watched one and a half episodes hungover, and that's all
1: I watched. All right, fair enough. It's well, been
2: out for like a month. It's been out for a minute.
1: Yeah, no, I haven't been in any hurry to watch it. It's, <laughs> I don't. I'll, I might check it out, but
5: but who knows? If Josh uh, Jackson was in it, I'd be more inclined to watch it. Uh,
1: maybe he'll make an appearance. He's not, he's not too big for that. I just, I just worked for him on a on a movie on a show called uh, Doctor Death. Which is about like a, a, a British uh, doctor slash serial killer who would kill his patients on purpose and did it for many many years before, before getting caught. And it's, it's played by Joshua Jackson. Uh, oh, he's still around. He's doing what he's doing okay. I saw I was working on the affair and I saw a little girl, a little girl hug him. It was the morning after Trump got elected. Everyone was just like in a fucking shock daze, and a little girl hugged him and told him it was going to be okay because <laughs> 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 Joshua <was> like, <laughs> seemed so stressed out. <laughs> um, no, I would say my favorite, my highlight of the fest was uh, definitely besides the other stuff, uh, all the free drugs we got in, in the in the swag bags and then continued to receive like people just like pr- people running the fest kept walking by and just handing me stuff, and just like. Like pre-rolls and uh just loose bags of weed and uh uh also uh, d- dabs. Did you guys get dabs?
3: I didn't do a single dab. I was a, I was some, but I didn't
1: do um oh wait,
3: you know what? I did do a I did a giant dab.
1: I didn't do any, but day. I was, I was given a little <laughs> thing full of uh you know, full of shatter, if you will. Dang, maybe you just yeah, have that I'm vibe. Not, yeah, I missed that maybe. part. They were they were handing them out at an after party. They were in little kind of like paper bags with a card of flag on it. And, uh,
3: oh, I found the uh, empty bag full of all of those empty bags. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like I like whatever.
4: This one seemed cool.
1: It was, it was cool. I mean, that that town, it can't be that big. And like, I've never seen so many dispensaries in such a small area. That was, that was absolutely nuts. There was, there's one dispensary
2: there. for each comic in
1: towns so, like what six hundred twelve. Yeah, yeah, <just> about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it was That's pretty funny. And I think, you know, a town like that, they're so excited to have, you know, something like, you know, besides the ones who were pissed that the road was, that the street was shut down. Uh, yeah. so exci- you know, I like got like a town that's kind of like booming and, and becoming like a kind of a liberal blue dot in kind of an area that's, that's kind of red. They're so eager to have something like that, that I feel like all the dispensaries were happy to, to, to like chip in for the. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. For the foot, you know, for, the, for the swag bags. Yeah. They're like, oh, yeah. Cool. Yeah.
3: No. uh. I was talking to the locals about the beat on the town and they have other festivals. They seem like they have a festival like every other month there. There's like a blues festival or something. Yeah, like they're real yeah. stoked on that. They're into the part. They party in the street, it sounds like.
4: <laughs> <It's>
3: probably <laughs> I mean, where Wally got the idea. He was like, he Oh, was probably like at the at the Trinidad Wine
1: and Tarantula Fest, and I was like, oh, I could probably shut the
2: street down for
3: this.
1: They do have a lot of tarantulas down there. Like they they migrate through there.
3: I asked yeah. about it, and I'm still unsure. But uh, I met a man who knew a lot about spiders, and uh, it sounds like they they don't so much migrate as they like come outside to fuck. And yeah. it's, a, it's, I don't know, like when I hear migrate, I'm like, oh, so a bunch run through town. I just picture, I picture tens of, thousands of tarantulas scampering through the city, but they're territorial is what I learned. And so they don't hang out together. And so yeah. it's just like, you might encounter some out on the prowl because they mate every <laughs> three years or something like that. And so it doesn't sound as bad as, as the rumors. And then, but there are, there is a town in Southern Colorado where the tarantulas run rampant and it's La Junta. I found
1: yeah, out. That's, I, I've been. seen it. I've been in La Junta when it happens. Uh-huh. So yeah. that, I'm very confused
3: still, but I did, my goal was to ask questions of the locals about the tarantulas. And I found out a lot, but I still don't fully understand it. I I've mean, met people that live there for years and have only seen two.
1: They're, uh, so. th- th- you're right. They, they don't travel in like a herd. They're all like spread out and independent.
3: In my you know, head, I was like, tarantula migration, big well, pack of wolves, same thing.
1: There's enough of them that, like, you know, you get to the point where, like, <laughs> they're all over the highway. And as you're driving, all you hear is just crunching. Squish. Yeah. Oh, no, oh. They crunch. Like, you get, like, an audible crunch. And, well, they uh, have
3: to. They're filled with demon bones. They're full of
1: demon bones. You know how they make spiders?
4: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I,
5: I am so glad I'm just finding this out
4: yeah (laughs) (laughs)
3: with the whole class not being not dreaming about spiders
1: yeah i mean
5: but the amount of psilocybin that it was consumed that was i'm very glad that was not in my brain the entire time
1: well the torrential migration is also in the fall
2: yeah okay yeah
1: okay so we are sometimes
2: they they sneak into your bags like 80 of them at a time they'll sneak into your bag and come home with you and then you get home and you open up your bag and they yeah. all come running out. So yeah. be careful. Nope. They're, yeah, um, <laughs> I already unpacked everything. So I,
3: I checked. I don't know about you. I, I have not. I also I've attracted- inside your bag a bag of 80 tarantulas. <laughs> <laughs> That's fun.
1: Yeah. I heard they're attracted to uh, red, white, and blue sports memorabilia. So if, if by chance you have any sort of Bill stuff laying around, uh, you're fucked. Oh, it's,
5: it's yeah, all the bar. I keep the Saber stuff at the oh, house. Oh, it's all the bar? <laughs> the best well, stuff, probably. The
1: tarantula, be out, probably... Probably. <laughs> the tarantula probably headed to the bar right now. So, uh... Nice. But they tip well. They tip well. <laughs> they're fantastic. Uh well, would
5: they just go to the tarantula bar on the 16th Street Mall or 15th right down there, that shitty pool hall?
1: Oh, like, yeah, they're, they're, they're going to go hit there. by a pool
2: ball. They're not going to be hit by a pool ball. <laughs> We're going to go where it's safe, where everybody knows your name. Wide right, (laughs) like Octavius. That's wide right
1: for you. Anyone else have any any festival highlights they want to share?
3: Watching the sunrise all three days was pretty (laughs) cool. Yeah.
1: yeah i'm there too oh wow, i
3: caught uh, the moon rising two of the days i saw it again me and steve watched the moon rise i
1: walked one home night, yeah huh? i walked oh, yeah. home saturday night from one after party back to our house and like i don't know why bukeley got got our house so far out of town but it was like once you hit the cemetery there are no more street lights yeah, no. of course Yeah. that like, road's
3: not even paved yeah yeah no at
1: like, at like 4 30 in the morning i walked through the cemetery on a dirt road in pitch black i had to turn on uh, like my phone flashlight just to see the road to make sure i didn't veer off the road and uh luckily i was drunk enough to you know to, to not be scared of ghosts uh, <laughs> I, I was like three times too drunk to be scared of ghosts but it was yeah. more, like, <laughs> more like
3: the creatures that hang out in the cemetery that. That that's, that grab the passersby at four thirty a.m.
1: <laughs> Dude, if, if there was anyone doing that, day I I would have been a gold mine of just yeah. panicked, high-pitched screams. <laughs> My God, um, anyone? What, what's everyone's low point of the fest? Uh, uh, I know I know what plugs probably is. It's very similar to mine. <laughs> <laughs> the it's morning yours. after just night one. Up in the morning after night one. We drank till about eight in the morning, and uh, and then proceeded to have a twelve-hour hangover, of just like crawling to the bathroom repeatedly to throw up, and I had nothing in my stomach. That's part of the reason I was so sick, and so I barely had anything to throw up. Also, I was staying in the in the fold-out bed in the middle of the living room, so I was just. It was like I was in my deathbed because everyone just gathered around me all day to shoot. To, to, to <laughs> bullshit, to talk. Just made
2: fun of you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and I just laid in the middle of everyone just moaning and and rolling over and just feeling like absolute hell where everyone's just kind of shouting out their hangover <laughs> solutions. Uh, none helped. None that helped. does not. That sounds like
3: a, quite the miserable time. Dude, it was awful.
1: And then... Uh, it's one of those like one of those vacations. I've done it before where you get so you go so hard the first night that it like it, it makes you like really hang back the rest of the the rest of the vacation. Yeah, like, oh, yeah, god. Oh god. Yeah. You, you guys held a- back night two? I, I mean no night, it, two, <laughs> night two. Night two was, was the
2: night I went wild. But then like the morning of day three, I was like pretty reserved. Uh until I like got I finally got uh, up to get some pedialyte and then i just kind of went from there and he's that kid
3: yeah and he became a human and drove all the way home safely pedialyte is some shit pedialyte rules, yeah. yeah, steve's new sponsor
2: pedialyte give me a uh, uh, steve's pedialyte new,
3: steve's new sponsor through alcoholics
2: anonymous Pediolite <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Here's step one get some pediolite. Here's step two open the pediolite. Step three drink the pediolite.
1: Uh, step four
2: <laughs> seek forgiveness.
1: sure What was your low point mm-hmm. of the festival? Uh,
5: I, I, I miss late, late breakfast. And that's when I was sitting at that diner just listening to people complain about the festival while trying to eat the food there i'm going to say the food there that wasn't uh not the food that sponsored the best uh the other meals i had uh great wall Ch- chinese food was absolutely uh very mediocre a lot of food for the price uh that was what i found is trader restaurants had a lot of food for the price but it was not good
1: yeah it, it, that surprised me like most railroad towns have good chinese food
3: what diner did. did you go to
5: I was called Tony Steiner, and that was, that was less mediocre. That was, that was solid. Uh, but like, you know, normally when you get a breakfast, there's like two strips of bacon. This, it was like six strips of mediocre bacon. It was solid. So I had to sit there (laughs) and chew, uh, the night after being at your Airbnb till five ish AM, I think.
1: Uh, yeah, that sounds about right.
5: Because the only thing in my, yeah. The only thing in my stomach was uh, the hot dogs, y'all, nicely grilled up. Oh,
3: shit.
1: Oh, yeah, I forgot what
5: about, mean, about
1: hot the hot dogs. dogs. <laughs> <laughs> I totally oh, yeah, forgot we, about the hot dogs. We, yeah, I, a lot of what was it? It was like I was at one of the early after parties, and everyone just kept saying, "We're going to your house." We heard, we heard, there's uh, a <laughs> bottomless hot dogs, and I was like, <laughs> <are you> <laughs> "At least, at least, was spreading that rumor for sure." Yeah, Elise was a real hoot all weekend, uh, and I should give her some credit for getting me out of that hangover because she gave me some uh, some anti-nausea pill that I got to dissolve under my tongue, and that was that was my turning point. That was acid. That, that was it. <laughs> was it, it a ex- paper pill? It would explain a lot. <laughs> uh, Hendo, your low point of the fest having to leave i could have stayed in that
3: mountain town with my friends forever
1: <laughs> yeah yeah i'm kind of the same way uh that-
3: i didn't have a bad time not enough hot local women i don't
1: know uh you know there, there was more than i thought there'd be
4: there yeah, were more totally. than i thought
1: there'd be but Absolutely. not enough yeah there was there's never enough uh, but nonetheless, you know, you gotta, <laughs> <laughs>
3: well, I told you, I have a good buddy that uh, Tormund, that, uh, he's got an old phrase from hockey. This is what he learned from hockey to keep it relevant is that, uh, <laughs> a, a two on the road is a 10 at home. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Locky boy, you know the mm, locker room. I don't know much. How much
2: time do. does that dude spend in the penalty box? That's what I want to know, <laughs> <laughs> right? Fucking all of it. He crushes the penalty <laughs>
1: also, also, there's it's not quite a road gig because there's enough comics around it. There's going to be some accountability because someone's going to see you leave with that person, uh, right? Uh, <laughs> and be like, so that that woman with the tusks, you took her home. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> you met her you
3: met her didn't you
2: yeah green dress
1: i saw her too I a, she was not hagg- happy about
2: that. the run closure
1: <laughs> the tusk lady yeah um what else we gotta talk here talk, okay um oh we also talked about doing this podcast live at the uh, at the festival wally wally asked me oh okay. yeah and I was like, I mean, I'd love to, but we're a pretty new podcast and uh, it's about hockey. I'm not sure Trinidad would be very into that. And then uh, we had the option to, even though it wasn't booked, we had the option to squeeze it in at, at an obscure time. And I just never had the energy for it. The whole fest, I was just like, oh, man, this fest is more about uh, intoxication. And, yeah. Uh, so
3: you're saying that you <laughs> you you boxed at the opportunity to record this at a funeral home?
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. All uh, the, all the, nobody bucks <laughs> in hockey. Okay, it's more of a fan. You yeah. fan the It's a fake shot.
1: I see. Mean, you sure. had the opportunity
3: <laughs> to fake shot. It's, you it's fake not shot. a buck
1: It is a singular deke, is what they call it, as opposed to the triple deke.
3: Does the runner it's, take his base for
1: that? No, no. That's, it's encouraged in <laughs> hockey. It's uh. It, uh it, it, that's a good way to win the uh, Pee Wee championships.
3: Okay, this <laughs> the the the, back To, is to the my D. least favorite thing about the uh, festival, it was the funeral home because it gave me the willies every time.
1: Did it really? Yeah.
3: Oh. yeah. I, I made the mistake of going out of the basement.
1: Oh, mm-hmm. whoa. That's, that's where the, the white way, claws were.
2: Yeah, That's where the white claws were. That's but, where I went yeah. Oh.
1: <laughs> okay. Uh, that's
2: that a white claws term for dead bodies.
3: <laughs> <No>. Yep. <laughs> there was a body in the basement up until the day before the festival started. Is what I was told. Yeah, fresh,
2: two fresh years I was ago down there. Two years ago, call... they had podcasts after a funeral. had happened in the main room.
4: <laughs> really?
3: Did they? Yeah. The oh, food? yeah. They're, did they clear the families out and be like, "We got some Hollywood shit coming." It was like it and was and like
4: that.
2: That. Yeah. Thursday night was podcast. Friday morning was funeral. Friday night was podcast.
3: Oh, they really say, quick did. turnaround. Yeah. Well, yeah. if a place can pull that off, it's a funeral home.
1: It is for sure. For those of you listening at home, the uh the, the live podcast venue for this festival was a funeral home and one of the better venues, to tell you the truth. It's uh, nice the in there. house. Yeah, it's really nice. And like those church pews all pointed <clears throat> towards the front, kind of like it doesn't make for a bad uh, you know, a bad audience, you know what I mean? It's it's kind of mm-hmm.
3: Listen, if you're ever
1: thinking about kicking the
3: bucket and you need a place for your after party, I can't recommend more of the Chappelle's Funeral
4: House in Trinidad, (laughs) Colorado.
1: Yeah, that was called Chappelle's Funeral House. I mean, I would just say to people listening, like if you're a comic out there and you just need some extra time, I mean, just go to a funeral and pretend you're about to give a eulogy. Like, just once you take the mic. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You'll get at least two minutes, three minutes. (laughs) Or 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 just run the light. Like, that's not a funeral you gotta come back to. Funerals are one off things. Uh
5: there someone did run the light at the festival. Pretty good. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the moment I said that I realized that like, oh, that's gonna come up. Uh, <laughs> there, there was a comic I'm not gonna call out by name. Yeah, <laughs>
3: we don't have to do that.
1: But uh, It was yeah. me. She she ran uh she ran the light on her show. Don't say
2: she.
5: There was two women on the festival.
1: There was so many women. The <laughs> you mean the all women's show? Yeah, yeah. Sure? She she was I heard she, I heard she was supposed to do ten and she did twenty five, uh and uh was was just blatantly <laughs> disregarding the lights. It was just like <laughs> I see the light. I'm not I'm not getting off. Trinidad's Which, uh, a
3: lawless place. What are you gonna I, do?
1: I helped run a festival once uh, where uh, where it was a contest. So if you ran the light, you're supposed to get like points off. And uh, no one ever like ran it so bad that I would penalize them. Like I told everyone, like dude, if you get off within like you know 30 seconds to a minute over, like, you're you're fine. Uh, the one person I had I I only ever considered penalizing was this comic. was from Austin and he had been eating edibles all day, uh, and he got up and then proceeded to just eat shit. And then run the light by like, it was like an eight minute set, and he ran the light by a, like a solid five minutes. But the whole time while he's running the light, doing stuff, like you do a one liner and then go, let's see, what else? What, else? what else? <laughs> like, while like at this point, like half a dozen comics in the back just all trying to light up and he was just like, what else? And I really wanted to like him to be like the first person I ever reported because I did this this festival for years. Be like, he's the first guy I'm ever going to be like. He went way over his time, but honestly, God, he bombed so fucking hard. I was like, there's no point in, docking- <laughs> there's no point in docking his score. This guy already got the last place of the show. <laughs> it's the mushroom. It's the edible claws. It's the edible claws. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I Absolutely. ran my
3: light because because the uh, show was in the street during the daytime, and I didn't see it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, how mm-hmm. how hard you run it by? Steve, you want to answer that question? <laughs>
2: Five minutes, really? Oh. Ooh, that's well, hard I
3: saw, I wrapped up when I saw Steve. I was like, "Oh shit, I should go." But it was the first time I'd seen him, and then I got off stage. No, you didn't. Like,
2: you asked. You asked. You were like, "How am I doing on time?" But I told you, you were four minutes over already. And then I had to do my closer. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm just gonna leave with the bullshit. No, there's bookends
3: to this.
1: All right, um, let's bring it, let's bring it back to hockey. Yeah. Uh, here's a conversation I had with our good friend Brad Galley over the weekend because I don't know if you guys saw, but uh, Nathan McKinnon got in a fight this weekend. Uh, yeah. Someone boarded Sam Gerard and McKinnon fought him, and everyone was making a big, uh, you know, a big deal out of like, oh, McKinnon, a star of the team, is fighting. And uh, Gally and I were watching the highlights and I turned to him and I was like, I think not that, not that this situation is is an example, but I was like, I think McKinnon might be an asshole just in everyday life. And Gally was like, I think he's just a weirdo that he's so weird. Like the other players make fun of him. He's just like, he's just like a really intense, just kind of dude. But uh, what do you guys think? Is McKinnon like a nice guy? Or do you think he's a dick? And don't get me wrong. I love him because he's really good at hockey. He's the guy with the long blonde hair, right? uh not really he's, he's the star of the no. apps. yeah <laughs> he, he, he's, he's like a nice fan all right yeah sorry <laughs> 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 what's his
3: name kathan kate mckinnon nathan mckinnon
1: kate mckinnon kate mckinnon uh i would say just off his picture he looks like a mean bully uh he's got kind of a bully face to him but uh oh yeah
3: dude I'm this really... guy doesn't this guy doesn't tip
1: so <laughs> Last year, he was uh, nominated for the Lady Bing Trophy, which is the trophy they give for the most gentlemanly player. Yeah, not mm-hmm. this year. No, no. Well, he finished this. He finished the season with, I think, twelve penalty minutes, which is really low for someone who plays all the season. Um, then in the playoffs, he played fifth, or what was it twelve games? He had twenty-five penalty minutes, which was over that, and two of them were for unsportsmanlike conduct for screaming at the ref. Uh, <laughs> it's playoffs though. That's playoff. I, it is playoffs. I no I, problem with that either. No, I I don't either. But I thought it was funny that he was nominated for most gentlemanly player and then that <laughs> happened. He won. He Did won. He,
5: he won. Yeah. It? Oh, yeah.
1: Jesus Christ. That was the same season that he was caught on audio screaming at his coach, Do your fucking job. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> Bednar should do his job.
2: He should. Uh, because <laughs> oh. playoff hockey is just so much more intense and so, like, you have to and granted, like last season, especially the Avs didn't have like a, a great list of like enforcers or anybody to like step up, right? Like Ryan Graves is huge, but that dude's not a good fighter or anything. Yeah. And McKinnon's tough, so he has to step up. Landescog this season, too. You see both of those dudes like not taking shit this year. Uh, because they want to that's how you have to win a cup. It's for years and years, even even when the Avs got rid of Duchenne and became good. They're like, oh well, are they tough enough? Are they are they big enough? Can they hit? Can they fight? And so McKinnon Landscog really stepped up. McKinnon throwing the dude's helmet in his own head, like man, you can't. <laughs>
1: legendary. The, the lady, legendary. The lady, the lady <laughs> took a guy's ripped a guy's helmet off and then threw it at him. <laughs> and he deserved oh, it.
3: <laughs> I've seen that. I've seen that video. That shit was yeah. tight.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh
3: I Why don't I, more guys do that?
1: <laughs> I don't think anyone ever thought of it before that moment. <laughs>
3: <laughs> to use the helmet as a weapon?
1: Yeah, Why I mean, that's what someone's
3: helmet.
5: That's what we need in the nice goalie fight is uh them just to peel the helmet off and try to beat it like Casey Jones.
1: Like yeah, like like the guy from the Steelers or the, the guy from the the Browns. Right? Oh
5: yeah. Yeah. I'm not yeah. from the Ninja Turtles, but uh
1: when, yeah. is, was, was, was Casey Jones known for that?
3: I don't know. I, he, I thought I saw him do it. Once. He, he uh, was he? He would his hockey sticks for his weapon, and he would wear a goalie mask. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, whatever.
5: <laughs> <laughs> I want to see I want to. I want to see a goalie rip off the helmet and hit him when the other goalie like thinks that they're just taking the helmet off the fight. Hit him with the helmet.
4: Yeah,
3: I mean, I bet you Casey Jones came. up. He probably thought of using his helmet as a what? weapon.
1: I could see Casey Jones doing that. It seems like a thing you'd think of. I could I could absolutely I see I
2: thought it. he only had a I thought Casey Jones only had a mask.
1: No, it was helmet. like the Just Jason. It was
3: like it was like the Jason hockey mask.
1: Yeah, he wears a Jason yeah. mask. Yeah.
3: <laughs> In the cartoon,
1: it was more of like a, oh, how do I describe it? It was almost it was almost more like a stormtrooper mask.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Had, like a glass stormtrooper mask. But it was just his face still, like his, the top of his head was open. Uh, you know, Casey <laughs> Jones don't give a fuck. Uh, back to the McKinnon. How would being, you know Turtles?
4: Yes. Back, back, to
1: back to McKinnon being an asshole. I, I, I saw an interview years ago where uh, it was just some stupid abs promo. They're always terrible, but they were talking about how uh, uh, Landis Skog had bought the whole team either like razor scooters or electric scooters or like mopeds or some shit. And they'd started some kind of like goofy kind of like bike. They called it a biker gang where they would cruise around Lodo and go. T- and they're all talking about it and, you know, to get, like, talking about their biker names and stuff. And then they interviewed McKinnon. And they're like, are you part of the biker gang? And he's like, no. And I don't want to be a part of it.
4: <laughs> <laughs> he didn't get asked.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And everyone, everyone's like giggling as I tell the stories. McKinnon's like, no, and I don't want to be. <laughs> Just like,
3: all right. Okay. Okay. Clearly a soft spot. Okay. Next
1: yeah. Question. Yeah. Yeah, he was very, uh, he was very uh, direct about it. Um. <laughs> uh,
4: I feel actually. pleasure. I...
1: I... Go
5: go oh no, I, I respect that he stood up for uh, the other guys, especially being for the star of the team. But I definitely think if someone forgets something on his meal at a restaurant, he goes, "Do you know who I am?"
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can. Matt Duchene totally did that. I don't think so because Matt Duchesne did that shit all the time really that was, and that's why he was like such a shining like player too. Like I think that I think that McKinnon's just a weirdo. Um like Duchesne I knew would like Deshaine obviously loved the Cowboy Lounge and would go in there at 18, 19 and pull that do you know who I am card. Yeah. And get free drinks and shit all the time. Yeah. That's totally who Duchesne was. Uh McKinnon to answer your question, I actually have some insider information on this because uh, Oh good. Yeah, so from your stripper
1: friend? Uh,
2: no, it's from my <laughs> girlfriend. So same person, essentially. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, so uh, my girlfriend used to babysit for like a babysitter. Type of thing. No, for uh, John Sebastian Jaeger,
0: Right. Okay, as, the goalie. As, as, yeah, yeah, the goalie.
2: So when you're a rookie, you most hockey players as a rookie is like spend a year living with like an older like um a, a the apprentice in, in the house of a older hockey player. It's like really common for a rookie to stay and live with like one of the captains. So Nathan McKinnon lived with John Sebastian Jaguer for a year when it is <coughs> rookie season. And my girlfriend would uh, babysit J.S. Jaguar's kids. And so she met McKinnon like a handful of times and she said he's just a weirdo. Yeah. She said he's just a weird, quiet dude, really. I could see that. So, so I, I don't think he's...
1: Hey,
2: I think he's aggressive because he has to be because he wants to win a Stanley Cup, but I don't think he's an asshole otherwise. All right. I mean, Did you yeah. come home and find him just, like, sitting in the dark counting
3: his hockey sticks or something? <laughs> 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 With a blindfold on? Just like... <laughs> you,
1: you, don't, you don't get to a, a level like that without just be having some, like insane kind of like just being driven by some like <laughs> mental hangups. Like mm-hmm. I, I saw a thing the other day where uh, Yager said that he when he when he decided to be a hockey player at age seven, he started doing a thousand squats a day at age seven. And he said by the time I was 12, I was two leagues above my own league because no one could keep up with me and my legs were huge. Because
3: He was so fast. still
1: playing. But, yeah, he still played. But that's the thing. It's like I watched that and I was like, that's that's like, you know, that's a mental illness that that's ocd yeah. It, oh yeah no thousands <laughs> a thousand squats a day starting at age seven and i totally believe it like he has giant legs like the guy's like mm-hmm. I mean, he was a huge workout buff but
3: that's that's where that success mentality comes from there's a parasite that's eating your brain <laughs> yeah,
1: absolutely <laughs> i mean it's, <laughs> it's so nice when like when we when a, when, a, when a mental illness like that has a side effect of success yeah <laughs> yeah, like michael jordan
3: he is a little crazy
4: No, uh, yeah. I saw
1: That's the funny.
3: doc he's a little nuts but he's
1: I met a, michael jordan i met a comic who uh, has a really successful podcast a very successful podcast it's their full-time job now and she told me that she doesn't she doesn't like fun she hates fun she's like i hate when my friends like drag me out to brunch and i'm like what are we doing and they're like we're having fun and she's like we could be getting work done Oh. and I'm like oh okay so that's how you got to where you are is by but I'd have to trade in all the fun memories I've had in the last 10 years to have a podcast that's successful uh, uh-huh. yeah all right I'll, I think I'm good
3: but yeah I do about 50, yeah. 50. And <laughs> and I, yeah.
1: I, I could see McKinnon having the same sort of mindset of just kind of like yeah I need to fo- I need to focus on hockey. Eighteen hours a day, (laughs) and yeah, there is a
3: there is a a difference between like the the normal success winners mindset and then the the absolutely crazy person who just we live in a society where we enable that sort of behavior. If you're really good at something, we don't care what you do, you know. Like if you like to eat the hubcaps off of a car, but you got a wicked a wicked slap shot, we're gonna put you on a team and we're gonna get you some hubcaps. (laughs)
4: Absolutely.
1: Like old uh like like old Hubcat Johnny played for the bruins Yeah, yeah, <laughs> he standing in front of him when he shoots, but yeah. <laughs> oh. I, I was you telling know? a story just this weekend about uh we, we we shot this movie in New Mexico and uh what it was called a uh, Midnight Special, which is like actually a really cool movie. It's like a low budget superhero movie. But uh one of the scenes that they required like a bunch of school buses that had to be like driven, and so they had to get all these extras who had CDLs who could like legally drive a school bus. And uh, we were shooting in, like, rural New Mexico. So they found all these locals who could who could drive a bus in rural New Mexico. And when you're a, when you're an extra, you spend all day just, like, they're like, they'll just pick a room with some chairs in it and be like, sit here. We'll come get you when we need you. And they'll leave you there for, like, eight, ten the hours day. Yeah. before they come get you. And these these extras kept wandering off, and they're having a hell of a time just wrangling them and keeping them. And when it finally came time for the bus scene, they couldn't find them anywhere. And so they, like, stopped. They had all the departments go look for them. And I walked down this hill into this like kind of like sub-parking lot, kind of like a quarter mile away from set, and walked down there, and they were all down there uh, cooking chicharrones in a hubcap.
4: <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah. And,
1: uh, yeah. And, and when I found them, you know what they said? They said, uh, you want some chicharrones? And I was like, you're goddamn right I do. Uh <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They gave me a tortilla full of chicharrones, and I never... I never called in the radio that I found them. I was just like, "They're fine. They're fine. We'll, <laughs> <laughs> we'll shoot
3: the That's bus scene tomorrow or
1: something." Yeah. Uh, no, we, we wound up doing it, but it was it was it was interesting because it was a it was a movie that was half filmed in New Orleans and half filmed in New Mexico, and so the crew was was from New Orleans, and so I got to watch Cajun people uh, uh, <laughs> learn about chicharones for the first time. Okay, and, uh, that was exciting. They loved them. They were their minds. Oh, I bet yeah because, I mean, yeah dude it's something that's fried and horrible for you that's right up the uh yeah oh yeah yeah, yeah too too they absolutely they're they like what in the hell are
5: these A uh, chicharone po'boy sounds absolutely delicious
1: yeah right truth true absolutely that's <laughs> another thing. hopefully they brought their secrets back to uh <laughs> to nola and uh you know made good on that um the other thing I want to talk about uh, 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 is that the I don't know if you guys have seen these headlines, but the NHL is no longer gonna be on NBC. Uh coming up, mm-hmm. it'll be split between ESPN and TNT. Uh you guys have any hot takes on that?
5: Oh, I, th- I thought I it was gonna be on HBO Max as well. But on well, they're stream- like they're streaming home. on HBO Max as well. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah a- HBO Max, I think, has a deal with TNT to, to stream all their stuff. I mean I'm stuck so through that. I'm stoked. Yeah.
3: Do they have a uh, well-known NBC announcer that you're losing? That's the only thing that comes to mind. Is Dude, do they have a cool all, broadcast?
1: If all the NBC, NBC announcers die in a fire, I would not miss them. Yeah, okay, uh, they're cause all garbage. Because
3: like, cause like TNT and shit and ESPN, they like share and for basketball. They share like Ch- Charles Barkley and Shaq and shit. Do you guys have like a an all-star former I mean, player broadcast team?
1: Oh, <laughs> God, I thought the NBC broadcast. <clears throat> horrible it's okay just, then, all yeah. boring. so the actual like actually like the footage of hockey is really good like you can tell there's good people behind it like as far as behind the cameras and whatnot but as far as the personalities between periods you're like this is so boring this sucks, yeah so that could so get, so get better then.
5: I, with, think, I, I think i think is the sport where the you the, the local tv announcers are truly the best like way better it's like in basketball, I do love those TNT broadcasts, but in hockey, Rick Jenner, I will watch over anyone else.
1: Is that the that's the the Buffalo guy? That's, that? the,
5: that's the Sabres guy. He's the one who started Top Shelf for Mama Hides the Cookies, allegedly.
1: Okay, wait—is he the one that just that just died or, or retired recently?
5: Uh, he's had throat cancer for the last
3: couple years, and he only does home games now. But
4: okay. he's still pretty great. So the uh, Sabres
3: are so bad they gave their radio an- announcer throat <laughs> cancer. <God>. Yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah, but I
3: mean the ads have uh,
4: Mosier. Eight.
2: Yeah, yeah,
5: yeah. 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 And like uh, I, I, I just think the local broadcasts are way better than the national broadcast in hockey. Yeah,
3: yeah I mean, the un- Golden Knights have uh, Britney Spears. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: Lady Gaga. <laughs> I thought Charles I was calling
1: their games. Yeah. I mean
2: locally that the, the problem here in Denver is that Stan Kroenke, the owner of the team of both the nuggets and the Avs and other teams also owns altitude sports which plays other local games mm-hmm. and he's great he's greedy as fuck so I can't locally watch Avs play without like streaming illegally games yeah same here. unless oh, he, yeah. like direct TV a- has it a- I know, but I and I had a Directv password for like two months mm. before I lost it. Um, but you you can't do. I'm a Comcast dude, so I can't watch the mm. ads legally, and it's all because of fucking key. And I'm hoping that because it's going to be TNT, ESPN, and HBO Max specifically, the key being HBO, they can afford to fucking just buy stand key out so I can watch some fucking avalanche hockey play in Denver.
1: Dude, Kronke has a lot of money. He's got a lot of money, but not he doesn't have HBO money. Maybe not. I don't know, man. He's a multi-billionaire. Uh, but I, I will say, uh, what was it about the, the Kronke thing I was going to say? Who knows? Um, <laughs> oh, I, I was going to say, I'm, I'm, in, I'm in my parents' hometown. I'm in Eagle, Colorado, where Comcast has a Monopoly. Like there's, you don't have choices for cable. Like like some that's of the small mountain towns, like you just like one company comes in and like that's it. You know, kind like, yeah, of like bullshit. The yeah. And it's just uh so it's just like there's entire towns that can't watch the avs. And then and then yeah. on top they black out when they're on NBC. Yeah. They want you to watch the local channel that you don't get oh yeah. that is which is fucking bananas
3: blackouts are my least favorite black like the is that is it that way with the nhl app too you,
1: yeah they black yeah, out local absolutely. games yeah
3: that is uh-huh. that they that is the worst shit ever like to me like when you look right. when you black out the local that's the reason that you buy the nhl package is that so you can watch your team play right and then Like, you love love the hockey enough to buy the – to pay the whatever $300 in your left arm for the fucking streaming package. And then they block out your team so you can only watch other teams play. Like, that's the most ridiculous – I don't know why anybody buys the
1: NHL package. Major League
3: Baseball does that too.
1: What sucks about Mm -hmm. that in New York – and, John, I'm sure you've had this experience – is that some nights, like – They'll black out the Rangers, Islanders, and Devils game. They'll be like five games on and three will be blacked out. And you're like, what yeah.
4: the fuck, dude? It's, like,
1: I, it's... You took more than half the games off because no no one here is a fan of all three. I promise you. Uh, no. Yeah. At least let the Devils game be on or some shit. Oh,
3: right. <laughs> really? No, That's I so think wrong. the she well, MSG owns the, the rights
1: to all three of them. Yeah.
3: What, is, what is the benefit for the – blackout who benefits on that i think the local,
1: channels, the local channels request it so they so people will watch their channel well the, the local
3: team ownership requests it so because they don't want you watching on tv they want you coming to the oh, exactly. well, you
2: can't even like the pandemic you can't even do that right now so it's like why like right right well it's antiquated now but at the when when it was brought up it was like uh originally it was like they wouldn't black out the game if you sold
3: over a certain percentage okay. of the of the seats and stuff like that. Uh, so it's kind of like an incentive, but now it's just a money grab. But what I ha- I have a VPN, so I just lie and say I'm in another city, and then I just watch oh, my local team. Oh, and yeah, think I'm yeah. in like uh, you have uh, a VPN? Can Cincinnati can you, or some what bullshit. What you city Your VPN show? Yeah, what, what's your
1: yeah. fake city? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs>
2: Sydney, Australia. Oh, perfect.
1: Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, because
2: because then I can watch like anything
1: that you're not really supposed to be able to like watch like wrestling pay per views for like five bucks and stuff like that. You know? Yeah, yeah. How much is it? On the Silk Road?
3: Uh, ten bucks a month. Yeah, sounds worth it. That's not bad.
5: That brings us to the first sponsor.
1: For the dark for the dark web Express and no yeah, the dark Thank web and
3: no blackout
4: restrictions, sign me up. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um Okay, I think uh we have got an hour in, so let's let's do my favorite po- portion of the uh podcast, which oh, is yeah. uh, the end of ghost stories. Uh if you guys uh which uh I, I sent you a message by but it's like uh or maybe I didn't. Uh, it'll be it'll be your choice yeah no, because uh, you, you told me that you did, you, <laughs> you were too high to do the podcast. So I was like, he can listen to ours and decide if he wants to tell one. OK. So, then of ghost stories are, are stories of just nightmare shows or hecklers or just anything crazy that happens during a comedy show. Or you can also tell you can just tell a fun hockey story uh, at the end. But uh, mine, which I've been thinking about telling for a while, was uh, I used to run this mic in Denver at, at Kinga's. And one time, this comic—I'm not going to name him—but he will be very identifiable identifiable by this story. Uh, he showed up, and he wanted—he uh, he heard that the mic was really good. At this time, at this point, the mic was amazing. We were getting a crowd of like fifty or sixty normal people at every mic, you know. Just and and they were—that's incredible, yeah, yeah. And uh, he had heard about it, and he wanted to come do it. But he's—he's he's in a wheelchair, and it's in a basement. And uh, <laughs> I showed, figured it out. Yeah, he, he showed up and he was absolutely hammered. But it's, he's hard to tell when he's hammered because he has a really thick speech impediment. And this is a guy that has like some big, some big credits. And uh, he demanded that we, you know, big he, credits. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. <Ooh. laughs> he shows up and we like we help him down the stairs, which like you know we got to like take him out of the wheelchair and kind of fireman carry him down the stairs, and then someone else, a couple other people had to carry his wheelchair down uh and then he like he wants to go up right away and rick d simone is introing him and rick d simone he was either on letter letterman or leno whatever he was rick said the opposite and it really pissed him off so he rolls up to the stage takes the mic and goes you fucked up intro and just throws the mic on the ground and that was his whole set (laughs) we're like (laughs) give it up for him and then uh and then later on uh there's like some brand new kid this, this black kid who i've never seen again uh, you know, just, just trying his hand at stand-up. And uh, Chris starts... <laughs> 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 this, this comic... Put a, put a note in the time <laughs> yeah, <put> a... <laughs> um This comic starts heckling him really bad, and it gets kind of racist. Uh, like, like, the heckling from the back. And, of course... Yeah, it, it, it gets raised to the point that it's forgivable what this comic does as a response and he starts making fun of this comic for being like mentally handicapped you know for like he assumes this guy this guy's retarded and starts making fun of him for that and then this comic in the wheelchair charges the stage to fight him which we were able to uh stop by just grabbing the back of his wheelchair. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but then, then he want, you know, he's, he's like, fuck this, I'm out of here. And we're like, all right. So we, we had to carry him back up the stairs. <laughs> uh, and then he uh, you know, carries his wheelchair back up the stairs. And, and he, he, uh, he's, not a, he's not a light person. Uh, and then I left to go do a show. But apparently, once he got up there, he demand- like, later on, he demanded to go back downstairs. He's like, I want to do a set for real. And so they, they, brought, they, they brought him down there. And as they were carrying him down, uh, he pisses himself and pisses all over everyone who's carrying him. Uh, <laughs> so they stop halfway up the stairs and put him back into his, bring him back up and put him into his wheelchair. And uh, then he goes into the upstairs portion of the bar and proceeds to fall out of his chair, uh, uh, split his head open on the floor, uh, and have a seizure. Uh, and then the next day he posted on Facebook a picture of the gash in his head. And uh, people are like, what happened to you? And he says, I got rear ended at a red light. <laughs> ah. <laughs> ah. <laughs> uh, oh boy. Edward, that last time when people were, were carrying him up the stairs, apparently his pants were falling down, you know, because like it was awkward to like carry him. And that's what like uh, Rick's girlfriend was walking along next to them, pulling his pants up as they were like carrying him up the stairs. And that's when he peed and he peed on everybody. <laughs> so that's my stand up ghost story. What do you guys got? uh
3: I got a, do you want a real ghost story? I got a tour of that Fox theater in Trinidad that was built in 1908 uh, with the electricity off. So we had to walk around with flashlights, Uh, but it was a, it was a theater built in 1908. Also a year famous for the Cubs winning the world series. Shout out. (laughs) Uh, and, uh, but yeah, so it had to be close. I don't know what the year it was. What year it was last operational in it? But like, so the snack machine, like the snack bar, you know, the snack bar in a movie theater has a the windows filled with popcorn. Yeah, uh, it was clearly decades old popcorn. Uh, really, in the theater, yeah, and then yeah. like, so you got to be careful everywhere you step because uh, the wood is damaged. Right, you could fall through, and then it's just built. It's just you're like, what's below the floors? And it, you just, it's you're just told it's just like an endless. Like it's an endless bottomless pit. And then you see like a section where the floor is missing and you look in it and it's just an endless bottomless pit. You don't (laughs) want to fall through the floors and shit. Yeah. You live Uh, in the Fox theater from then on out. Yeah. You become, you're, 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 you're consumed by it. Um, but it was tight as hell. I love a good old theater, and then it was abandoned. But they're doing like an eighteen million dollar renovation on it, so they were in there like filming something with the lights off for some reason. But they had huh. cut the power because they were fixing the uh, electrical work because it's not up to uh, some. I don't know. I don't want to. Co- Code the only. Code is was... Co- Yeah. They said yeah. Uh, there was things you couldn't take pictures of yet because it was the wires. Uh... But they're fixing everything, and then uh, but there is one section where it, like it's got these, the walls are like turquoise green, and it it looked at first glance it looks like bloody bullet holes on the wall, and then wow. you're like oh what's this, and then you get closer and it's just the wall is bleeding this color and it's busted through the lead paint and that's what makes it look like it's a bullet hole is it's so thick it's because lead paint. And it's just seeping red goo from the walls of the theater.
1: <laughs>
3: Wait, and what? What is it exactly? I have no idea. I was told it was. I don't know. That's, I do not that's know. E- that's I ectoplasm, know. My friend. That's the, yes. That's ghost uh, uh, you it's can't tell me, the yeah, oh, yeah, You can't tell me it's not the 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 wall juice the theater. Yeah. You know, Jesus and uh, that's when I got the willies for sure. And then. You go downstairs, you go, it's very deep, very like a lot of floors. And then there's like the side stage. Like, uh, this is like a vaudeville style Old West theater. And then uh, the green rooms are all like on the side of the stage and they all go down the stairs. And there's like a toilet. There's a lot of green rooms and they're all very, they're all green. I don't know what that is about show business, but it's lead paint. You can clearly tell it's lead paint. It's like green lime cookies you could peel off the wall.
0: But it had like the
3: signatures of people who are the performers in there and stuff writing on the walls and things like that. Uh, some old posters, like Kirk some old posters away. from like the yeah, some old posters from like the twenties and shit like that. Uh, it was really cool. That was who sh- like a, who
1: showed you around?
3: Janelle uh, had the keys to it. Oh no, she, had- she was helping. Yeah, she local local Trinidad legend Janelle Beach had <laughs> the keys to it. Uh, <clears throat> because sh- she's working with whoever's shooting uh they're videotaping something to present for the renovation I believe maybe like a before and after thing or something yeah. like that but there's a project oh, yeah. that they're that they're filming that coincides with the restoration and things like that oh and uh they had the box office out off front you know you get the tiny window that the box office guy sits in somebody yeah. got shot through it and survived really Fuck. Yeah. Oh,
2: survived. Shit. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> his, oh, this was a shot. Blue. Yeah. It's uh,
3: like, oh, I want to see the John Wayne, the John Wayne movie, and he's like, 25 cents, please." I only got two nickels. <laughs> blam!
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's it an appropriate response for it turned away to John Wayne movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Palug, do, do you got a stand-up ghost story? Do you want to do you want a
2: stand-up story or a hockey story? Either way. Um, So one of the uh, Craziest shows I ever did You might have been there Hendo You also might have been there I'm not sure But I was like Almost a year into stand up I'd say And there was a show At the Aztec Theater A 420 (laughs) show uh, The Aztec Theater On Santa Fe which does They do maybe Five shows a year, not stand-up, like in general. They do like this the show that Method Man was supposed to be at? Mm, No, maybe I don't think so. It was indoors in this giant theater that is like mostly usually abandoned. But um they open it up and it's like 420 fest and they have like all of these vendors and you can go up to each little tent and get like whatever goodies they have to give. At that point, it's like mostly just like weed candies and stuff are like the big deal. And it's like a four-hour long show in the middle of the afternoon on 420. And I go up at like 5 p.m. and literally no, like at this point, everybody's so stoned. It's after 420. Everybody's so high that they don't give up, they don't even know where they are. Yeah. They're so stoned. Yeah. Um, and there's nobody sitting down, it's all standing room only. People are like, Interacting with vendors trying to get weed sodas and stuff. And I'm supposed to like go up there and do stand-up for like 10 minutes. And uh, there were a bunch of other stand-ups on it. Like it just was not a fun time. Um, and super new in the stand-up. So I go up there and I start trying my jokes. And literally, it is like like there's 20 people paying attention out of like 700 people in this giant room like it's an auditorium with, it's packed and there's 20 people just standing looking at me with the most stone face that they have and so I didn't know what to do so I just was like it's my birthday give me presents and they had had an Easter egg hunt earlier that day yeah where you like all the idiots would go in and find Easter eggs with like weed candies and shit And so I told them like, boo me, I suck. I'm the worst comic ever. And they started booing me and saying I suck. So I was like, throw your eggs at me. And they started throwing their eggs and uh, like eight of them still had weed candy in it. So uh, I got a bunch of weed candy out of it. That was the whole point was to get these idiots to like throw their weed candy at me. And for the most part, it actually worked. That's great. I might have been I, at this
3: because I don't remember it, which leads me to believe that I got some of this weed candy. <laughs>
2: I it was pretty. I remember Matt Monroe was there, and so was Deacon. Those are the only two people. It was a Cameron. I don't know if you guys remember Cameron versus Humanity. Oh yeah, Cameron v Humanity. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. Yeah, it was one of his joints.
1: Yeah, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, I did a. I did a show. I think Dick Black produced it uh, hmm. back back before marijuana was legal in colorado but when it was med- when medical was legal and it was in the lobby of the summit music hall and all it was was like some shady doctor was writing medical prescriptions and he wanted to have a stand-up sh- like he's doing like a special day where he's going to write like a hundred medical prescriptions but he wanted to have- i remember
2: that yeah he would have
1: a stand-up show in the lobby to entertain the people waiting for weed and uh, it that was an awful time to do comedy like the people there could not care less and uh, yeah, there was also, like, other yep. acting set up for them, and comedy was the least popular. <laughs> yep. Terrible. Um, Picher, do you, do you have a fun comedy story to share?
5: Yeah. Uh, this was happening during the NFC playoffs. and uh, It was the Packers versus the Arizona Cardinals, uh, the game that went to overtime on a Cardinals Hail Mary. Um, yeah. And then the Packers eventually won it real late in overtime. It was a very back-and-forth game. Uh, I was on the show, and Lund was headlining. Nathan Lund was headlining. I'm now Trinidad native. Uh, <laughs> Trinidad, so we'll see how weird he gets slightly soon. Uh, but it was Lund, SRL, myself, and then um, the, the host of the show. Uh, I get there, and he asked me if I wanted to host because he was going to feature. Uh, so that's always a good sign. and and this is this we get there the show's out in Aurora and it's at one of those it was it was at uh, basically a knockoff buffalo wild wings there was so many tvs everywhere it was just a sports bar they were not turning off the tvs and we were just basically they moved one table to put up this pa and put us in there and it was just a packed massive room uh they hated everything i had to host um as soon as I went up to do like a five minute warning that there was gonna be a comedy show, there were boos, uh just <laughs> loud boos. Um yeah. during my set they came and turned down the PA speaker right right in front of me.
1: Uh wait, like a like that, a regular person did.
5: Um, um like the hostess. Okay. Like just oh, came no. and, <laughs> and then and then the, the the guy who was hosting the show uh, he has an animal stage name uh, he, uh, he his feature set uh, ended up being a good 30 minutes um, after what after kind of were... animal
2: like a mammal <laughs> reptile
5: uh, you can figure that one out. it's out in Aurora. <laughs> Uh, and then, yeah, Lund had to go up, and then I think he gave up after 20, which I totally understood. I was ready to go, and I was enjoying the football game that was on. Uh, but it, it was during it was during Lund set that the hail mary happened, and then the entire place erupted. And he was he didn't stop telling his
3: joke, <laughs> like the like the true champion. Was
1: it? Yeah. <laughs> Was this like a show that like the venue booked and wanted to still happen, or was it like one of the comics booked it and was pushing for it to still happen? Uh, I, I think, I think right.
5: it was. Yeah, I think it was the comic booked the show at the venue. It, it did not make sense at all for it to be happening.
1: Yeah.
2: What kind of animal was it?
1: <laughs> <laughs> was it was it the kind of animal that hibernates? I, I still like this comic, and yes. Yeah.
4: Oh,
2: okay. I like yeah, him too. Yeah. Uh <laughs> I have a
4: story um,
3: that just came to mind if you want to hear it. Sure. Uh it uh it's the first time that I ever met Derek Stroop, right? <laughs> uh, doing a show. <laughs> I don't know him yet. We've never met, but we're doing a show in Fountain, Colorado, famous for nothing. And uh um I'm driving and so I'm driving a couple other comics as Stroop reaches out to me and uh for a ride and i'm like yeah meet me in mutiny we're leaving at this time yada yada i got you we're covered and so <clears throat> the next day uh we are, we're, he shows up he's 15 minutes late and then uh it, we start driving to the show and we and so we're, we're thinking we're all thinking we're going to be late right like this troop's not the bad part of the story uh we but... get to we finally get to the venue And the producer of this show has been arrested and we have not been notified. He gets his phone call as you do in jail. And (laughs) he used it to call call his girlfriend who used it to call the bar to tell them that he had been arrested. And so we get to uh, the show and just find all this out, right? He can't tell us. We haven't heard anything from the producer. And... uh, who's supposed to host the show as well. And so, um, meanwhile, there's, like, a dart contest going on, like, for money. And, uh, you know, people who play darts would, you know, also stab you. They like sharp things. And so they don't really like the idea of stopping their dart contest for a comedy show. But the owner of the bar tells us that if we still fill the time, we will still get paid. And so, we have a group discussion and decide it's go time. So, uh, I was gonna host Dan headline, and then Stroop was gonna open, and then I think it was either Andreas. I think Andreas was there. It's <laughs> <He's> just <laughs> part of all these
1: stories, <laughs> right? Yeah.
3: And uh, so I'm like, yeah, Stroop, you do 15. Andreas do whatever, and then I'll fill it, whatever, whatever. And then, so I start my clock, and Stroop does seven minutes up front, and he he comes over to me, and he goes. How did I do? And I just show him the clock with the seven minutes on it. And he's like, oh, fuck. And he was supposed and, uh, to do how much, 15? 15, because we had to fill all 90 minutes with the yeah. three of us. And, yeah. uh, and so uh, we still made it, but... Uh,
1: No, no help from Stroop.
3: I'll never forget. He was like, how would I do? And I was like, I just show him the phone.
5: Since (laughs) then, Stroop has never gone under in time. Uh, Yeah, now he's right. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I can say his life.
1: Yeah, now he strikes me as the kind of guy who can fill a lot of time. Uh,
3: (laughs) Yeah, no, absolute monster now. But that was uh, the first time I'd ever met him. He was late went short and then but i also knew that if those people playing darts wanted to stab somebody he was ready to throw fucking down
1: so yeah that's good he's he's an intense guy he could handle that yeah uh i did a show on the road i won't mention what city because it'll out the person hopefully i can get through the story without naming him but uh uh this comic no one really liked him but chris he he booked us (laughs) (laughs) he booked us for a, a show and uh we got there, and we, as we got there, he was in the process of getting 86 from the venue. Uh, <laughs> he was fighting with the owner. Apparently, he had gotten, like, really drunk after the show the previous week and made an ass of himself. And as he was setting up, the owner came up and be like, you're no longer welcome here. And he, like, made this, like, big old scene. And then, like, the owner was like, if the rest of the comics want to do the show, we'll pay them. But you need to leave. And he just goes, no, the comics aren't going to do the show not if i'm not on it come on guys let's go and then (laughs) charges out the door and no one followed him (laughs) we all just just watched him leave and then we stayed and did the show and there was one comic who was just like some new comic was sitting there watching and we were like hey uh you ever hosted a show before because you're about to and uh (laughs) he did (laughs) and that's that whole story um guys thank you so much for being on the pod is there anything you guys want to plug while we're here
2: I would like to plug uh, the Chuckle Puckers. <laughs> oh, uh, right! Co- comedian, hockey team, roller hockey legends, winners of the Lou Bataille Trophy of greatness. That's uh, fantastic! Also, come to some stand-up shows. Uh, run by rotating tap comedy.
1: Uh, yeah, he runs. He, he runs shows at a different brewery every week, and uh, they're fantastic.
2: Uh, we did just find out that the Chuckle Puckers have been allowed spectators for the first time in what? their existence.
1: I want to go yeah. heckle your, your game if I can't play. Absolutely, You absolutely should. Uh, yeah, all right, I'll be there anyway. Yeah. I'll be wearing my elbow pads regardless. Uh. Actually,
2: D- Danny <laughs> moffins in town, so I'm going to see if he'll put on the red suit and come cheerlead us for the next game. Put on the what suit? The red suit, the red. Is a little tight red suit. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. From Late Late Breakfast. Yeah, yeah. With the duster? I think he got rid of the duster. The duster would be a great addition as well. I, so, I think he gave I the, think duster, the duster. I think it couldn't leave Trinidad. I think. Yeah, that's
1: No, I, I, I think I watched him give it to Alex Creasy. I think we'll, we'll see a lot more of the duster. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> we, he just kept saying Creasy needs it. <laughs> <laughs> he did. I did.
4: I did see
5: him wearing that Saturday night. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Come to a wide right to watch the comedy show, 2100 Curtis Street in Denver. Uh, penalty box comedy. Every Friday and Saturday, because we built the plexiglass stage. Uh, well, actually, my wife built the plexiglass stage. Uh, um, so uh, come check it out. Uh, wide right, Denver.com.
1: Wide right is the the comedy bar in Denver, and uh, I cannot recommend it high enough. Uh, great hang. Uh, Hendo. Uh,
3: I'm kind of I'm going to piggyback off of Steve just a little bit because I am the best member of the Chuckle Puckers practice squad. And so I want to plug the GoFundMe that I started to get skates, so that I can actually be on the team. <laughs> Once I get skates, I'm on the team. But why would you play but not with skates?
4: I run. I run, you're just I run running around. around. I'm very good. I'm very good can at you,
1: it. Can you skate? Can you can you inline skate? I can
3: skate. I just don't have any.
1: Okay. If I had
3: some, I'd, I could try out for the team at least. I could at least try out, I'm told. Yeah. Well, and I got to be better than at least Corey.
1: <laughs> Is Corey on the team? I don't no. know. <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> Corey, who? Corey uh, <laughs>
1: oh, Rosenberger. Yeah. Rosenberger, you got a plug? Got nothing okay. this week. Um, I'm doing, uh, I, want, I want to plug. We're doing Comedians Power Hour. Uh, Chris Charpentier versus Steph Tolov uh, oh. at the co- at the Comedy Fort. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With uh, with Jordan Dahl bartending uh, at the Comedy Fort, May twenty eighth. Uh, I I will be there all weekend with, with Hendo with Eric Henderson. I
3: will also uh, be on some of those shows at the Comedy Fort.
1: Yeah, absolutely, uh, and most likely on Power Hour as well. Um, as soon uh, as I get skates, I will be at the, <laughs> the Denver Comedy Lounge all weekend. Before that, uh, the, the, uh, at that at that sake bar, uh, yeah. in, uh, in Rhino. Uh, so they have horchata and, and
5: Gary. it's pretty great.
1: Yeah, uh, <laughs> I'm on the fence about. I'm not a big, uh, I'm, not, I'm not a big like sake fan, but uh, you, you don't have any options when you're there, so
3: they have a sake oh, yeah. seltzer now, which is uh, which is all right. Yeah? all right. check that out. It's like a it's bubbly.
1: Noted. Um guys, uh thank you so much for coming and uh that's broken shtick. Hell
0: yeah. Woohoo! Tune in next week. Work all day has got me sick. I'm tired of all the politics. Only one thing does the trick. Time for broken shtick. Part hockey, part comedy, you get all of your kicks for free. There's only one place to be, here on Broken Shtick. The world is changing, don't you blink, outside and inside the rink. Go and pour yourself a drink, it's even later than you think. Just played you a trick And you feel like a lunatic Grab a puck and a stick real quick It's time for broken shtick It's time for broken shtick It's time for broken shtick